This episode of The Patch is brought to you by Blue Apron. Blue Apron sends gourmet recipes and all the fresh ingredients you need to make them right to your door. To see what's on the menu this week, visit blueapron.com. Our listeners get their first two meals free. Just go to blueapron.com slash the patch. That's blueapron.com slash the patch. My voice hey, kind of cracked hey, Welcome hey. to the patch. This week, Gus, Ryan, Ashley, and Let's extra see if Gus. Let's the camera We did that without uh, any kind of finger pointing, so that's why it was so disorganized. Extra Gus. Extra, extra Gus. Gus. I gotta say it again. Gus and Letted. Gus. Or feel, Gus Letted. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I feel like I've been... I didn't go to PAX East this year. Uh-huh. I'm primed now to go to PAX Prime. Uh-huh. 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 That was unintentional. Uh, <laughs> it Still boo. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to go... Uh, Get my hands on on some games and, and check some stuff out. Stuff well, let's talk about that. What about. do you want to see? What's a, what's your kind of beeline know, to something? Normally, you know, since we're an exhibitor uh-huh. at PAX, normally I get the floor plan ahead of time and I can look and see like, oh, this is where so and so is. Which so-and-so. is good for PAX Prime because there's what multiple exhibit right. floors now on different floors, and this, you have to you have to like take go down this back alley and then like through these stairs down the stairwell, and then there's another exhibit yeah. hall. <laughs> this year they only sent me a blank floor plan. What? And I was like, can I get the one with the name? Just draw on it, and your imagination will fill in the yeah, details. I'm like, who's there? Who's there? So I'm going to have to figure it out when I get there. All right. I don't know. Uh, I'll probably swing by, check out Destiny Why would again. they even bother to send it to you if there was no information so on I it? So I knew where I was. They're like, okay. your booth number is 6508. Here's the blank floor plan. I got so you. So I look and be like, okay, 6508 is over there, but what is all the other shit everywhere right, else? so you have the numbers, just not so the hey, names. So hey, see, I said booth 6508 this next week at PAX. <laughs> Yeah, so... Uh, who else is going to be there? It's you, uh, it's Ray. Me, me, Ray, Monty, Bernie. And okay. I'll be there as well, but I'll be running around. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll have uh, various other people helping to run the store. Do you have a panel or anything you want to... Yeah, I think our panel's on Friday. It's yeah. always... Isn't it normally the, like right at the beginning of the show? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so it's, I think it's like uh, 1 p.m. or so. Uh, and uh, this year, the main theater's in Benaroya Hall. Uh, it's not at the Paramount Theater like it had been in the past. It used to be at Benaroya, then they moved it, then now it's back. Benaroy is like the fancy looking one with like the box seats this, and the balconies. This is, this is turning into like the soap opera. <laughs> it turns out they thought it was dead for a little while. <laughs> and then it was back. pregnant with your brother's baby. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Which would be Pax East's baby, maybe? Or Pax Australia's. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's more like the step sibling. Uh, but what one of the games I do want to see yes. there is, uh, and I will, even though despite the fact I see a ton of it, is I will try to play some more Destiny. I'm okay. happy. I finally remember to wear my wizard came from the moon shirt. Nice. I've Can had you do it for your a couple impression now. That wizard came from the moon. Well done. One of the different readings. Yeah, that's solid. That's decent. Uh, I'm, I'm sad that they took that line out. Maybe it'll come back as an maybe. Easter egg or something. Um, it's got to come back, right? Yeah, I, I would think so. I mean, they made a shirt for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm glad they did. And I think they said they donated the, well, speaking uh, the of that, to charity. So Bungie's head writer just left, right? They're going to go work on the Telltale uh, Game of Thrones game. With, which was a very kind of snippy comment, almost, it sounded like. Uh, I believe it was something to the fact of there's uh, there's an art to telling a story between the bullets. Well, right? yeah. I think what he said was when working, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here while I look for uh, the actual quote, but he said something like, in a game, in a game that Bungie makes, you tell the story between shooting people in the head. Right. It's, right. Like, it's basically a game about shooting aliens in the head. Right. That's what he said. And uh, he wanted to go work on a game where the story was first and foremost. Which, But I'm a little concerned about this story. I found this story finally. I'm a little concerned yeah. about this story because they're just now bringing the writer on. The game was dated to be start being released this year. 
Well, I mean, assets could be a large part of that. So, Destiny writer Joshua Rubin. Yeah, but, I mean, great deal. <laughs> put it all together, Joshua possibly, Rubin. But they did also note that, I mean, that they weren't going to be working on Game of Thrones or Borderlands the pre-sequel, I think, until they had finished the season of The Walking Dead and Fables? No, wait, Wolf Among Us. Right. Which is, based on which is, which is definitely uh, right, right. And so now those are, like, wrapped up. So I guess now they're shifting focus. Although you're right, I would have thought they'd have done it at least a month or two ago. You picture you, picture you can figure the story out, get that locked, and yeah. then build the assets well, around that. You know, it seems weird to build the assets and be like, okay, now we need we the story. What are we gonna? I mean, I think <laughs> you're you're probably. Yeah, I assume that they probably already have a treatment. They've got an outline. I mean, it's just they need someone to fill in the actual dialogue, like the the cast of characters and the direction of the story story. between bullet points. Yes, (laughs) uh, nicely done. The quote is (laughs) the quote that he had uh, in an interview with Gama Sutra was: "In the end, Bungie makes games about shooting aliens in the head. And while there's a true art to writing between the bullets, as Mr. Staten once said, I couldn't turn down an offer from Telltale to create games that are entirely about story." Which I mean, for I can a writer see, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, like, I can see how Telltale. If you want to tell stories, then Telltale is the way to tell your story. To tell your tale, <laughs> yeah, as it were. Yeah. It's in the name, Ashley. Sorry, I, know, I, was, I was I was right there until the end, and then I just if you disappointed, fell I disappointed yeah. the team. You weren't prime. <laughs> oh God, dude! I'm just gonna keep. What saying is it. wrong with this episode? <laughs> um. So, uh, in other news, the uh, I'm sure Jack oh, is already hourglass. Excited about this. Thank but you, Dan the Mall. The second Twitter. Trials Fusion DLC uh, has been <laughs> I guess, released. That means. Yeah, it's out. Jack's already playing yeah. it. Empire of the Sky, which mm-hmm. adds nine tracks to the game. Six classic Trials tracks, one Supercross multiplayer track, the Free Fall skill game, and the High Society FMX track. You know, FMX really didn't grab me in that game. Really? Yeah, I, I like the traditional Look, stuff. I, I can't even finish the game as it is. I'll, <laughs> I'll be a little while before I can get DLC for it. Yeah, you, you and I, well, it was one of the other things I want to talk about that... Well, I didn't put on my notes. What do you I'll, want to talk about, I want to talk about, about Oculus. Yes, we should. Some time yeah. about we need to. I, I went in there to mess around with the Oculus with you uh-huh. earlier, and I saw Jack playing Trials, and I was like, I kept thinking, Why? I thought he was... Playing it with Oculus? Done with, no, 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 just, no, no, no. Oh, my God, they, that they, would they be sit next terrible. To each other, and I, I, I kept wondering, why is he still playing the game? And I forgot the new DLC came out today. Yeah, as soon as it drops, he's always the first one in there playing it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so one of the things we teased last week is that we got... Uh, an Oculus VR2 or DK2. an Oculus DK2 yeah, development kit 2 which uh, is the new one that has not just the headset but it also has a tra- a camera that uh, they tracks you with which adds a lot from everything I've been told really uh, the first iteration of this hardware would track your head movements you know as if your neck was kind of on a, a single point uh, and from what I've heard that really led to a lot of people feeling kind of sick because all of this other motion that you do with your body didn't translate into the game and so and, you know, having used the one we have, I can see how motion that doesn't line up could really make you queasy. Uh, so, supposedly, this iteration feels a lot better. It still can make you sick yeah. pretty easily if it tries. I, was, I mean, for me, it was more coming out of it. Mm-hmm. When I, yes. I played, uh, I did a demo in uh, the Millennium Falcon. You did the, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also did, a, there was a roller coaster. That's pretty sweet. Were you I in like... the back seat, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to be in the front. How do you I were in the well, back of the roller coaster? No, no, no. So no, I was I was in the front, like the front car, but the back of the front yeah. car. You know, there's like four. Yeah. All right. I realized that after I put it on, like you and uh, and Bernie did it, okay. and you were both apparently feeling fine. I was like, I did this thing and it made me feel sick. I put the headset on and I realized, again, because the camera is actually tracking your physical position, you were further back from the computer. So you were physically in space in the game, 
behind where your character should have okay. been sitting. So you were in like the seat right behind the front. You're supposed to be in front center. Well, okay, I guess that, front that makes right. more sense because you had told me that a lot of people, like no one had been able to get through the whole roller coaster ride. And I finished it and I thought, well, yeah, I'm a little bit disoriented, but. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The and then I just is, kind of thought I was a badass. So thanks for ruining yeah, that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing is you really, if you commit to it a little bit, it also makes a big difference. So if you just sit there absolutely statically and just let the thing unfold in front of you, Versus if you just start tilting your head to follow the track, it's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really, I mean, it, you get that full IMAX effect of like, oh god, I'm moving even when you're not. Yeah, we it should is get like a little cool. fan and put it on your desk. <laughs> That's to, like, a great idea. Turn it on and have like the air hitting someone. <laughs> just else wait face. till they add smell of vision. Yeah, <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, yeah, but after I took it off, I was a little bit dizzy trying to walk around. It's kind of like if you've been on a treadmill for mm-hmm. an hour and you get off and suddenly. Like just walking on the ground feels sort of yeah, weird. Yeah, um, like, it was like that. Ryan let me play some Half Life Two uh, with mm-hmm. uh, the Oculus enabled, and Sweet. after I took it off, I felt like I was on a boat. I felt <laughs> like yeah. stuff was kind of moving, and I was like, I, I still felt a little queasy until right before we started, <laughs> and we went live here with the patch. But I felt off for is, a while. Is that why you that. keep saying weird things primed. like primed? <laughs> I think what it is too is. When you put that on, you've still got this depth of field where you're seeing things close and you're seeing things far. In Oculus World, that's all in focus, whereas your natural eyesight, it's like... Right, they would need yeah. some kind of eye track. How would you even do that? It's, it's, like it's, a weird. it's depth virtually of field. impossible. So, if yeah. you think about it, it's why the, it's why the games do that. Mm-hmm. It's because you can't tell, are you looking at what's right, right in front of you, or are you looking at the distant mountains? Right. Which I think that's what throws you off is because you come out of it and all of a sudden everything seems like the foreground and the background are moving weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that being said, all right, so we've kind of talked about what it feels like to wear it. But what do you actually the, – the most engaging thing about it to me was looking around and all of a sudden everything that looks so flat has a sense of scale. Uh, I have another thing that I found that was the Museum of Games. I don't think either of you have seen uh, it. No. no, we we did see it. You, uh, yeah, right. you, you showed uh, Bernie's Boys. Uh-huh. And the interesting thing about that was you go into a room that has uh, a full-size Titan, it's got a Galactus, it's got uh, a Strider from Half-Life 2, and it had one of the Transformers. And just being able to look up and down, and having played Titanfall, you just don't get that sense of scale quite like you do if you're doing it in an Oculus World. I thought Gavin was sneaking around. No, he is. He's right over there. Oh, okay. Now he's talking about the curtain. Um, Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. (laughs) But the scale comes through so much clearer mm-hmm. in in the Oculus than it does in playing in any other way. The other, other thing that was really interesting is running around in Half-Life, having command of your head and command of your body, and then the mouse controls the arm. So all of a sudden, the, the notion that you have to look at everything you want to shoot it's not attached anymore. It's like you can be like a badass running through yeah. a hallway and your, your hands are just like shooting in all directions because yeah. you don't have to turn your head to look. Suddenly it's like you're in equilibrium and I'm just like running down one way. He's behind me, isn't he? No, that's no, okay. he's, uh, he's You start running down this way and there's that first kind of chase scene in Half-Life 2 where you've got the guys showing up on all sides of the kind of like river thing that you're running through. And I found that I was just like running down here and the guy pop over there and you start shooting him. You know, you're just <laughs> running down here and just popping people, but you don't have to completely commit your field of vision it just you shoot them and it feels so much more like naturally firing a gun in real life yeah you know just like like a badass like bam yeah because you know i just run down riverbed shooting people off the top <laughs> edge but just the ability to aim it like that that's pretty sweet he, he, he I, I haven't I... now by the way yeah okay well part of the agreement is he has to be in my line of sight so this doesn't count <laughs> oh, <yeah>. jesus <laughs> oh my god i got hit with some crossfire there 
It's still coming. You got Achievement Hunter bombed. <gasps> um, wow. So that... fish. I forgot. Oh, it's <laughs> Oculus. <laughs> that was, that was I knew crazy. I was in trouble when he pulled back behind the curtain and I heard him say, he saw us coming. Oh, us. No. <laughs> how, uh, how ominous. That, that was, uh, I'm impressed. Um, that was quite, that's I didn't know you guys had that many plushies. Most organized been in a long time. The thing that struck me, or one of my first experiences mm-hmm. with it was, you know, we had a lot of trouble setting it up because we had a shitty computer at first. But then once we moved it to another computer, everything started working a lot better. Uh, I was walking through the Millennium Falcon walkthrough. So it's basically just a demo where you go around and you can walk through the Millennium Falcon. I really wanted to just sit down and play hollow chess. <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking around and, you know, just walking through the whole thing. And I said, you know, to Ryan, I had the headset on. I said, this is cool and all, but I was like, you can't look around. How do you look? And Ryan said, well, you just move your head. And I was like. Yeah, oh, you're like, I, I can, I can turn, but I can't look up and down. It's like, just, somebody grabbed your head from behind and just made you look up. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it now. It's like, oh, wow, yeah, that's really cool. Like, even though you know in your head that's what you're supposed to do, it's like once you put it on for the first time, it's it's still like you have to remind yourself that it's, it's almost like unlearning things. Mm-hmm. Sort of, yeah. Definitely. Like, the movement and looking and shooting thing in Half Life 2 is definitely like that. Yeah. It's like you don't have to, like, strafe and turn to, like, continue moving. It's like you can just keep running yeah. and be firing in other directions. That's one of those things that. Like you almost have to experience it before you get it. It's one of those things that's got to be tough to market uh-huh. because all you can say is, well, it's better than what you've got and it's cooler and it's super immersive and all this stuff. And people just go, ah, I have a really big TV. That's pretty immersive. Well, it's, it's funny. It's, people, but once you try it, it's very, very, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's cooler than I was expecting. We've got a lot of video too of uh, the first demo thing that comes with it. And the most interesting thing you can say about this demo is something that sounds completely asinine. And that is, it starts with a desk, and because of, again, this, the way they're tracking your head, you can now, instead of just looking around, you can look under the desk. Or you can, like, move back yeah. and forward and, you know, lean really, in on yeah. plants and things like that. So, wow, you can look under the desk. Doesn't sound impressive. No That's one cares. Cool. Oh, psh, you look under your desk. But until you try looking under a desk, you don't understand what that means. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, uh, John Carmack reached out to Notch again <laughs> uh, this like just a couple days ago, Monday I think, and uh, offered like renewed the offer. Basically said they need to do the heavy lifting and make sure it works great if they decided to bring Minecraft because I guess Notch is a little bit over the the Facebook acquisition. Which yeah, it was funny. It was a Twitter conversation. Which it was really weird. You know to what me. though? A lot of stuff now is Twitter conversations. That's how, how that's how, is done. Yeah, like quotes, impressions. Tweet pe- me, that's baby. how you find out people like are fired. You know, I mean the the, the <laughs> whole thing with fired. The, like the whole thing with Marty O'Donnell when um, back in April, that was a tweet. Mm-hmm. It's just the way people communicate so, now. Yeah, the way the conversation happened apparently is Notch tweeted and and about now I'm officially over being upset about Facebook buying Oculus. I'm upset about there being a hole in my favorite sock instead. And if he has any a sock fetish anywhere near Bernie's, I can totally understand <laughs> that. And then to which John Carmack replied, Say the word, ship the source, and I'll make sure it runs well on you know what. See Minecraft would be pretty cool. It's been on done Oculus. Already. It's it's there've got been, mods, right? But it's yeah, not like built in support. Correct. So you can get it and you, it's very cool, but if it can just like come without people having to be smart. Well, and the thing is, that, right now, that's always helpful. Oculus is so you know far out there at the moment that the mod community is so much faster at responding to these things than any developer is going to be. For example, uh, you bought into Star Citizen, 
Uh, yes, I want to touch on that in a second. We'll but in a second. But before we get to that point, yeah, uh, I want to t- I want to deal a little more with what we're talking about with the mod community. Mm-hmm. So I think the biggest problem we've had so far with the DK2 has been the fact that it's so new and now has this motion tracking layer that a lot of the existing Oculus demos don't work with it. Right. Yeah. It so, has to be at least SDK 4.0, I think, for the DK2 to work. Yeah, and we're running four one. Well, yeah, I think I mean, is the most recent version. Up. No, I think we're running at least five point three. <laughs> oh, totally in the fives of the DK. D- Okay. Four. SDK. So SDK. Lots, lots of stuff that we try to find doesn't work, but it's a lot of this third-party stuff that you look for. Well, that's that the can, thing. That the list of stuff edge. that is supported by that is growing exponentially. And it's because a lot of pretty much everybody that's just making their own thing right now for Oculus is running off Unity. Because Unity has kind of a very easily addable support for it. Uh, and it's, uh, I've seen a lot of the people that had previous uh, Oculus demos flipping them for SDK2 or DK2. Uh, very quickly, so it must not be that hard to change it over. The uh, my favorite, I'm gonna, I'll admit it. My favorite Oculus demo so far has been Attack of the Fifty Foot Bikini Woman. <laughs> it's Attack everybody, of the Giantist. Everybody Giantist loves the Fifty Foot Lady. It's like there's three Fifty Foot Tall women. Yeah, you're running on a very who are basic trying to step city. on you, and you're trying to run away. Yeah, they're I, giant anime chicks. Yeah, it was. Uh-huh. It's really funny. It's pretty funny. Yeah, and you get squished, and then you die, and that's it. There's nothing overtly sexual about it, and then you got to change your pants. Yeah, it is. It is labeled NSFW, but uh, really, it's, it's it's really because it's, the bikinis. Because of the bikinis, <laughs> I guess. Okay, giant yeah, bikinis. Fair, fair enough. Hey, that, they're huge bikinis. They are huge bikinis, yeah. like, and they're covering sales. huge <laughs> other assets as well, True. but uh, which have a fair amount of jiggle to them. There's really. There, I was disappointed. There wasn't enough jiggle <laughs> in that demo. I didn't Insufficient think. jiggle. You, yeah. you hear that? The Gus Fifty foot lady developers <laughs> get on that. You need more jiggle nomics. <laughs> it's just like there's such a, a like a weird scattershot mm-hmm. array of titles and software and things you can try out mm-hmm. um, in the Oculus. It's, it's really mind-blowing. Well, we'll throw up, before we move off of it, the, the downside right now to the Oculus is the resolution has definitely gotten a lot better. Uh, however, you still see a very distinct kind of grid, which is a result of the 3D stereoscopic image. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing is it's pretty good for doing details up close, Anything in a distance becomes a, just a bunch of pixels very quickly. Yeah, uh, I seem to recall hearing that the consumer version is going to be 1080p, but the developer version is 720. No, this one is DK2 is already 1080. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, really? DK1, yeah, <laughs> was, was 720. That's a bummer because I noticed the resolution issue as well, especially on the roller coaster one, uh, and I thought. Well, it's fine. The consumer version will be better. Some of them, some of those Unity demos may still be running natively rendered 720. Um, the Half-Life looked definitely much better and was mm-hmm. much smoother. The pixels weren't as noticeable. Yeah. The crazy thing to me was being able to look around the models. Mm-hmm. Like when Alex is, you know, guiding you through the corridor, you're like, you have dimension. You know, I can, at, I at any can point did she say you. something like, my eyes are up here? <laughs> because <laughs> no, they, they need not. to start adding That's that coming, in. And I'm if sure. she was a 50-foot woman, she'd be like, my eyes are way up here. <laughs> uh, here, I want to read this thing. Uh, to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Blue Apron. Cooking and eating should be enjoyable, but if you're busy or health conscious or just don't know your way around a kitchen, it can be stressful. Ordering out is expensive and gets unhealthy fast. Cooking's a pain too. Finding and coming up with recipes, shopping for ingredients, dealing with leftover produce that goes to waste. Forget it. You need Blue Apron to take the stress out of cooking. Here's how it works. For $9.99 per meal, they send the right ingredients in the exact right proportions with simple recipe instructions right to your door. Meals are 500 to 700 calories per serving, way too low for how delicious they are. 
Blue Apron includes step-by-step instructions with pictures. It's idiot-proof. I keep saying we should get this for Gavin. Um, they work around your schedule and your dietary preferences. Let's not push it. <laughs> Cooking takes about half an hour, and shipping is always free. You make meals like spice rub pork medallions with peach salsa, <clears throat> shrimp and grits, and more delicious meals. You'll cook incredible meals and be blown away by the quality and freshness. Blue Apron, fast, fast, fresh, and affordable. In the stress of cooking right now, go to blueapron.com slash thepatch. Get your first two meals for free. That's right, two meals for free just by going to blueapron.com slash thepatch. You got to eat anyway. Get some free food. Why not? It's, um, um, it's being pointed out to us on Twitter that uh, there is a semi-popular fetish that involves men shrinking down and being belittled by enormous women. I figured really? that's what it was. So uh, what's that's, it called? So basically, it's got to have a great name. So basically, you showed the boys a fetish. And we'll blame, blame you for it everything was, that happens after. About it, it was me. I, I said, no, I don't think you were in there when Bernie and the kids came in. Uh, I said... Bernie was like, uh-huh. oh, show him the thing. I was like, I deleted it. He's like, no, 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 get it back. I was like, all right. And Gus was the one that wanted it in the first place. Yeah, it was, it's me. <laughs> so, I have not yet seen what the porn community have, has done with this. Oh, I have no I, doubt that it's coming. Uh, I, I knew, I'm sure it's revolutionary. Mean, mean, <laughs> my bad. I, I knew everyone wanted to see the 50-foot women, so I put myself out there like, yes, download <laughs> it. You were going to be the I, one. I can be the one responsible for, uh, <laughs> for downloading that. Um, so, yeah, Star Citizen. Let's talk about that yeah. for a minute. Yes, Star Citizen, let's, because I heard something about you. Well, let, let's talk about Star Citizen as an idea first before we talk about it as a practical reality. Uh-huh. So Star Citizen passed $50 million <laughs> in funding. Which Gee, is, wait, 50, what helped them to do that, guys? 50, <laughs> which is 51, crazy. actually. They're to, is it 51? Yeah, they passed 51 oh. now. Jesus, the last headline I saw was 50. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it passed 51 like a week later. Oh, okay. I imagine that 50 is one of those huge milestones. A lot of people find out about it and went, oh, yeah, I'm going to get in on it. Oh, it's time. It's real now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. 49, not enough. Well, so I finally so that broke was your tipping After was talking 50. about Star Citizen for so long and seeing they had $50 million, I thought, why am I not part of this? Is this like social pressure? You feel like you need to give to this game well, now it's because like, it's, I, it's I feel like, like that. It's like a black hole of money. Right. Like, at this point, I feel like if I don't donate to Star Citizen, I'm like not one of the cool kids. <laughs> so it's like, why haven't I? You know, it seems like the kind of game I'm really going to be into. Uh, I may as well get in now and get whatever early access cool stuff you can get before it it finally ships. Haha. <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I saw, I guess, like, one of the things they did this past weekend was they had, like, a bundle of constellation, of the different types of constellation ships, mm-hmm. where you get four different ships for $1,000. Which is like a large cruiser ship right. they offer, right? Wait, 1000 real dollars. 1000 real dollars get you four of the I, uh, I'll buy my own ships. spaceship for that. So I thought, that's... I mean, it'll be used. And you wonder how they got to 51 million so fast. Right. So I thought, that's stupid. I'm just going to buy one ship. <laughs> so I bought one of the Constellation uh, for for $300. $300. So, okay. So Gus single-handedly took it from $50 million you did. You to $51 over. million. Yeah. What did you get for your $300? Uh, I think I was $350 after tax. But um, I got a Constellation. <laughs> You're taxing that? You're, yeah. not, you're not making it better. The uh, right. Constellation, uh, the Aquila or a version. And the uh, other little fighter thing. You uh, get like a hangar too, right? Yeah, and the hangar. Did you, did you get then, access to like the beta stuff? They, so did, they you, did launch you, the dogfighting <laughs> Let me get to it. Yeah, so this came with... I almost... I made a mistake. I almost bought... What's your mistake, Gus? I almost bought just the ship without the game. Which you wait, can do. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Because you, if you bought the game previously and you want to add ships, you can go and just buy ships. I almost bought just the ship. And I was like, oh no, wait, I need the game too. So I bought the bundle with the game. And it gives you the hangar so you can go in and see your ship. So I see my big ship and my little ship. Uh, I was like, that's cool. I want to play the dogfighting. Oh, I can't play the dogfighting. I need to pay five extra dollars. 
Yeah. So I had to pay another $5 to get access to the uh, really? Arena Combat. Really? You paid $300 and didn't get access to the dogfighting module? You paid $350 and didn't get access to the... 355 So $355 yes. all said and done. Well, then that was taxed, so 356 Yeah, 356 It was 541 after tax. <laughs> uh, and then we... Uh, the, the reason I got the... I, I, I didn't have the Arena you know, mm-hmm. Combat thing. I was like, that's fine. I'll just look at my ship. But then we, I thought... Well, we should see if it works in Oculus. So then I paid the extra five bucks so we could try to get it working. And, and, and does it, it? I think it worked with the previous version. It doesn't work yet with the DK2. From what I was reading online, yeah, it only supports right now up to SDK2. So it, until until they update it for SDK4, it won't work with the DK2. Yeah. I just threw out a lot of Ks in there. Ds, SDKs, yeah. DKs. Let's throw some Ds on this. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, but it's a beautiful game. It, it really was. It yeah. was very – well, I mean, from the hangar and the little bit of space that we saw because we kind of put it down real fast when it we realized it wasn't going to work with the DK2. But. Do yeah. we have any idea when that game is actually coming out? Mm-mm. So it just like keeps making – this is – this has to be the only game that's made this much money before it ever even has a release date, right? It doesn't. There are there. I haven't looked recently. Is there still promises for like if we hit another like new tier? stretch goal? Yeah, I yeah. mean, what, or do people just buying the game to buy the game now? I mean, at this point, it's got to have a bunch of people behind it. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Uh, yeah, you're right. Oh, right. Except we're in. Uh, here we go. Well, we're we're still in. The Wi-Fi is better now. It's <laughs> it's less bad than it was. I don't know why this right here was like the one dead zone in the office. That seems unfortunate. Yeah, it's it's poor planning. <laughs> the, they've still got bundles going all the way up to ten thousand dollars. I saw a fifteen thousand dollars bundle. sold out. Oh, was it? The fifteen thousand one is sold out, but the ten thousand dollar one's still there. I picture who is in there. Is it someone who like like I picture they shovel real money into their computer to power their <laughs> uh, their spaceship? It's like a coal I instead think, of a coal burning computer, they have a money burning computer. I did look at it for the I think the fifteen grand. You got basically every ship. You just got all of them. Oh. Um, I don't. I should have bought that. And there's a bunch of things in there that I'm not really. Sh- yeah, you should have. Just go ahead and kick the 15 grand in. Get them to 52 million. There's things like insurance, and then they also have a subscription plan. Where oh yeah, my can- thing came with insurance too. What does that mean? I don't know. So I've got six months of haul insurance. Can that 300 dollars ship you bought? Can it get destroyed? You just kind of upset me. <laughs> no. You probably. Well, why do you have insurance then? I'm a little worried. Yeah, I need to read a little more. You may have this. just bought a three hundred dollar disposable <laughs> ship. Oh my god! Can you imagine? I'd be <laughs> maybe you have to keep paying assume, for more insurance. I, I assume you pay in game currency to fix. It's like repair in an oh. MMO. Well, that's what I'm kind of scared about at this point because I mean he's got fifty one million dollars, but uh, there are things in it that start me to make me wonder: Is it going to become like an MMO where you have a, a monthly subscription? There's already a subscription built in, but it seems like it just gives you. Access to more VIP type stuff right now, hmm. uh, not during the development, not necessarily in the game release. Right. Yeah, it comes with. Um, I mean, I, I can't find the specific package I bought at the moment, but it also comes with like some in-game currency, insurance, beta access, digital download, and a bunch of like typical uh, collector's edition stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm not seeing any more stretch goals, but maybe Twitter can help us out because there's so many things that you can buy on this site that it's hard to actually like, like every, down. every other yeah. thing is a, a purchasable item yeah. when you look at that website they're like, they're like have a ship have a couple ships have a t-shirt have a mug apparently and Star apparently Citizen. they got they, they got all accent they, they got, got all accent they, they, they got regional they, after 50 million dollars you have to get some kind of accent it has to be exotic and foreign at that point <laughs> That's at that point you just join the mob or start your own <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you start your own spaceship mob. And I think, like, uh, me talking about it with you when we were looking at the Oculus stuff, I oh, think well. <laughs> that made Jack re-interested in the game. He's like, hey, what, what is that oh, shit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, uh, Parth Bagaria 
on Twitter is calling you out for spending $300 on a ship in a game that doesn't exist, but you say the 200 is too much for a Vita. <laughs> you know, my response to that is stupid. Because in my head, I thought, well, yeah, but if I bought the Vita, the Vita, I'd really only play one game. Right. And I was like, well, the ship is just for one <laughs> game also. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of like a self-defeating argument. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I really want to get a Vita. I talked about that before. Yeah, right, I'm we'll actually see. I'm increasingly tempted to get one, even though I know it's much later in its life cycle, because there are a lot of games where I just go, yeah, this sounds really cool, but I don't want to get a Vita for one game. But there there have been at least like five or six instances of that. Where you've said that same thing. Yeah, so I, it, it's a good system. Well, you just need to start adding up, and when the number becomes kind of palatable, it's like, I don't want to get a Vita for just four games. I don't want to get a Vita for just 12 games. Wait. Maybe yes, I, I do. do. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, I like the idea of just the remote play. You know, sometimes I'm just laying on my couch and I don't want to get up and I grab my iPad and play Hearthstone. If I could grab a Vita and just play Last of Us, you know, via remote play, yeah, or, that'd be great. Or Borderlands or even Minecraft with the with the save sharing, mm-hmm. with being able to just like pick it up and play and speaking, then continue on console. Speaking of which, Minecraft failed its uh, it certification. Failed certification for right. PS4 and yeah. it hasn't finished uh, bug testing for Xbox One or Vita yet. Mm-hmm. So they're they're that's, behind a little ways now. Well, that's awkward. Yeah. I wonder what that means. There just was too many. I think I think it's that Sony Sony found some additional bugs that they deemed like too much. I mean, because they did say that uh, uh, when when four J shipped it off, they said, you know, we finished our bug fixing. It's off to Sony for final testing. Yeah. So potentially it uh, it failed some integration with with PSN systems. Yeah, that's not really fair. sure. You know, because Sony is in a better position to be able to, to be testing all the network integration. Because they have so much more, as opposed to like twelve guys in Scotland who with dev kits. Yeah, like that's mm-hmm. hard. So um, maybe that's why. Uh, that's a great point. Yeah, it could be the just mass testing was where it was kind of falling down. Which you know they've always had a problem with getting over like six players in the Xbox 360 version is just the end of the world. Man, there mm-hmm. was a really cool thing uh, someone sent me on Twitter, which was uh, someone has built a working one kilobyte hard drive in Minecraft. That seems like the most <laughs> inefficient way to transfer save files ever of course it's inefficient that's really not the point the point is they built a working hard drive no, in a virtual here's the world point. it's with like the pistons and the redstone and getting mm-hmm. all that stuff so they built the whole binary system think it's, about this and it is enormous they built a one kilobyte system in a virtual world in a save file that's probably bigger than the that's, system could hold that's definitely bigger than yeah. the system could hold that's the point. It's really cool. <laughs> Years ago, someone built, uh, I think, a 16-bit CPU, or at least mm-hmm. the arithmetic logic unit yeah, using ALU. Redstone. Yeah. Uh, same same kind of thing. I mean, and this goes back to like some of the core <laughs> ideas that Notch had for his other game that got canceled. The OX 10C uh, was, you know, that game was going to have a, uh, a 16-bit CPU emulated within it. That you were going to be able to write machine code for to help Ooh, run your ship. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but he's Ken, the project. Because okay, yeah. apparently only really, really nerdy people were into that. Two things back to Star Citizen really quick. One, you can lose your ship. Sorry, Gus. Keep it insured. Damn, wow. uh, the other thing is they do have stretch goals every million. <laughs> oh, every you know, million. No big deal. Can, Which they, they can you like imagine, a Tuesday though, for them. Can you, yeah, can you imagine, though, being in charge would be like, should we do every, like, 100,000? I mean, that's a lot. And they go, Pfft. What are they adding yeah. now? Um, I feel like well, I should be more informed about to, this, but it's like they they've blown away million, everything. It's like, they're going to add the BB-12, a brand new man maneuvering unit from the Azure Sky Aereo. And wait, 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 wait. So if they hit their stretch goal, they add more stuff you can buy. Yep. Yeah. 
What a it's tremendously genius, self-defeating. Right? It's genius, right? It's genius. You know, like, put money in and it just grows. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, sorry, I like everybody that contributes to that should then get one of those, right. right? Like, if you've contributed up to the point before it existed, you should automatically get it. But nah. Nah. I guess that's how it's, you make $51 million. <laughs> on well on its way to fifty two. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to back to backtrack from the Minecraft stuff no, too much, but I wanted to point those out because I thought they were important. We're very worried for you now. I'm just I'm just gonna always leave my ship in the garage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I got, got a great two. ship back there. There's like the little one out everywhere. Yeah, you got the other one. It's yeah. like your you know your grocery getter, and then like every now and again you take the 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 new hotness out the for a Cadillac. spin. Put the top down, <laughs> like, turn it out. Like, I'm going to pay for insurance this month. <laughs> I can go out and drive it. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, my insurance right now. I'm just, like, fucking haul ass back home. Pretty much. That's crazy. Um, th- yeah, I feel bad for Minecraft. It's a bit of a roller coaster lately. Mm-hmm. First, PS4 beats Xbox One, and all the Xbox people are like, no! And then all the PC people are like, PC, bro? And then <laughs> it fails on PS4, and now all the Xbox people are probably like, yeah, suck it, Sony fans! I like I like your impressions. <laughs> like we should have a whole dedicated patch for just Ashley impressions of the fanboy impressions. Yeah, my internet voice changes a lot depending on what people are outraged about at any given time. Fair Thank enough. Um, so one of the things I want to mention here is you know it, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but Sony announced they've sh- they've sold 10 million PS4s. And uh, they're concerned about that. Yeah, they're I, I really like insecure. It. Well, I actually like it. They're like, we don't know why, yeah. so we don't know how to keep being a success. Yeah, Shui Yoshida said he's a bit nervous about it because they don't fully understand why people are have such a high pickup rate with it. And he said that they're identifying that a lot of people who are buying PS4s were not previously PS3 owners. So a lot of the owners are new to the PlayStation brand. What a tremendously yeah, insecure thing to say. But, you know, there can be a lot of people who skipped that generation altogether. Or here's another thing, though, is they they have theories. They're also saying that PS4 is targeting Wii owners who didn't buy a PS3 or an Xbox 360 last generation. And, you know, they're oh, like, oh, disappointed with the Wii. And so they're trying to get back into, a you know, a real core console and that they've chosen PS4 because, let's be honest, they... They killed the communication before it came out. They were doing a fantastic job. I never thought about that, about eating into the Nintendo Wii customers yeah, cause the Wii and sold, their upgrade cycle. We sold, what, 100 million? Yeah, everybody over, had one. Yeah, they, they definitely sold over 100 million, and that's 100 million people who... Had nothing to play. Yeah. First party titles. Well, yeah. and the thing is, this is what really makes it weird to me, is Sony, for the entire time during the console wars, when they were you know both coming out has been trying actively with their entire uh, PR franchise to garner these people. They're going after people that have other systems. That was the entire thread of their conversation. You know, anytime they would, Xbox would say something, they'd come back with something saying, oh, look, we got this. Why are they now surprised that it worked? No, I think they just want to understand what aspect of it did work so they can focus on that. You know, if you sell a lot of a product, you want to know, why did you like the product? You know, right. they want to make sure that they focus on the things that those people were eager and interested in. Right. Like they made a lot of promises. They mm-hmm. they were saying, you know, talking to PlayStation <clears throat> Now. They're talking about the sharing and the virtual couch. And they're talking about, you know, the the movie content. There's a whole bunch of stuff that they've announced. It's new. So it's got to be figuring out, like, all right, which one of these things was the thing that the people liked? Well, that predates most of the sa- these sales. I mean, it that's does. new stuff that's happening now to maybe entice additional sales. Sort of. Those were uh, most of that stuff was announced, you know, a long time ago. I mean, they they bought Gaikai last year, and they mm-hmm. only announced PlayStation now as a name in January. Right. But they announced that they were going to be doing 
streaming with it mm-hmm. back then and that they were looking at sharing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, some backwards compatibility has been kind of loosely talked about. This whole Hinted couch at. sharing thing is, is pretty new. Yeah, yeah so they announced some, some details about share play right. which, at are, which are weird. Yeah, so it's the you can share in, for one hour at a time, but there's no limit to the number of times you can share. Right. So if I'm playing and I want to share with you, you can play for an hour, then our session's over, and then you can just immediately start a new hour. But here's the other thing is, if I'm playing your game, your console has to be on and connected to PSN the whole time. Right, and, and you don't get the save file. Right. Yeah. The it, save file stays it, with the host. Yeah, and it, well, I guess if they were playing on your game, it would affect your save file. Right. Unless they, you know, one Unless of the games start, have multiple saves. Right. Unless you have to start a not new everyone save does. Right. Right. And, you know, I get it just in terms of... of rights management i guess it is like lending it like mm-hmm. you okay you're lending them your ps4 and your rights to it for this period of time so i get that but still you know it's just one of those things that's kind of weird it's not nearly as simple as they just go here now you can share your games with your friends and they can play your games right. like it's, you know yeah the thing i wonder about is like Steam in, actually in, killed in, it for that Steam in, did a great job yeah. in practice if except like, let's say in a minute oh let's say I wanted to let you play my Last of Us remaster on my PS4. Since now, we're in a serious imaginary world now because we're picturing Gus lending <laughs> us his game. So let's say I went, I'm, I'm going out of town and I want to let you play. Uh, can I only designate for one hour and then do I have to reauthorize at my console? So like if I leave town, can you just play for the first hour I I'm gone? your console has to be on and you have to join a session is how it seems to be worded. Mm. Like sort of like jo- joining a party on Xbox. Right, so you have to be around, but you can't use your console. Okay. So I, I could. Weird. could I, I'm curious if you can watch. So could I watch, I or maybe people, just like some people player. like to watch. Switch, yeah. like just leave it on and switch to television and just watch TV or play my Xbox. You and can probably do that. Yeah, you can like text me, be like, "Hey, you need to reauthorize me." Like, oh, okay, and like switch over and you know reallow it or resend the invitation. As long as they make it really obnoxious for the person that's on the host end, so that he will eventually go, "Dude, just buy your own." <laughs> uh, then this could be really successful. Yeah. So if what, it's what, too easy, then they're going to be. So what's the X you have to grind with uh, Steam? Because I really like their library sharing. Right, we, we use it at home all the time. It's great. Bernie's like he buys everything under the sun, and then it's easy. Yeah. No. I mean, for one thing that we were doing that we're setting up for a video that we haven't shot yet, so I'm not going to tell you what game it is. But I got a game and I gifted it to Gavin's account, and then I wanted to use my machine to do it. So I set up the whole Steam sharing thing so that my I'm authorized on his account. Which means I can get to his games from anywhere. Uh, I found out that. Does it? I thought I it was. Uh, I thought it authorized it. it by computer. This, it, well, that's what I thought too. But I went home and I still have access to them. Okay. Hmm. I don't Weird. know if that's good or not. But we were going to do something with Unturned, and we did do something with Unturned. Maybe somebody will see it. Maybe not. Uh, went great. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so I wanted to get Unturned. He already had Unturned. So when I tried to download Unturned, which is a free-to-play game. It would just download his. And so I couldn't get in because he would be playing and it wouldn't let me start it. Weird. I had to completely deauthorize him so that I could my account could get the game. That's really, really bizarre. Yeah, that's bizarre. I've, I don't I know if it's a weird confluence of well, I mean, have you ever wanted tried to get a game that was already in a shared thing? Yeah. And yeah, was it a free to play game? No. Which I think might be the issue. Because uh, I didn't buy it. If I bought it, it would have said, do you want to buy this for yourself or give it as a gift? Mm. And then it would have entered my library. But the free-to-play, for some reason, there was some kind of bug there. Weird. Where I, yeah, I had to completely remove him from my machine, from my account, so and to, then I could get you it. You had to Steam break up with him. Yes. I had, I, for the, I had to send him flowers, too. <laughs> for the first time ever, I had trouble backing up and restoring a Steam game recently. You know, we released mm-hmm. a... Uh, 
a podcast Let's Play on Left 4 Dead 2. Mm-hmm. And instead of downloading it to four machines, I figure I'm going to download it to one machine, copy it to this USB 3 drive, and move it around. So I downloaded it to one, copied it to three. Two out of the three worked fine. One out of three gave a DLL error anytime I tried to launch Left 4 Dead 2. So I deleted it, re-downloaded it from Steam, DLL error. Bizarre. Yeah. And how, how did you eventually fix it? I, Gilby. I, I called Gilby. I was, like, okay. I was like, Gilby, I've been trying this for an hour. And he did the same stuff I did where he tried to restore from the hard drive, DLL mm-hmm. error. Tried to re-download from, from Steam, DLL error. Oh, I know what he did. He, he copied Steam. the executable from someone else's machine onto that machine. And then it started launching for some reason. That's, That's weird. Which is, and we even tried to verify the local uh, mm-hmm. files, verify. Mm-hmm. Everything was fine. Copying the executable from another machine over is what did it, which makes no sense at all. So would it work if you just deleted the inti- like all local content and redownload the whole game? We tried that. Oh, error. Yeah, that's weird. Error. That's yeah. Yeah, really fucking weird. And it, it, yeah, yeah, it was just it, it was so frustrating. It's like you spend an hour. You're like, I don't want to fucking do- like Steam's supposed uh-huh. to fix this. I downloaded this from Steam. It's a Valve game. Whatever. It's the only time I've ever had a problem like that. But it was really frustrating. And it seems machine-specific, too. Right. So there's something going on with that particular computer. Yeah, well, and that's a weird thing, too, because, I mean, you know technology. Mm-hmm. So running into that stuff as and not being yeah, able to fix the, it, like, as someone who is savvy enough. Like, yeah, you, can the, you imagine, like, what it would be for someone who has no doesn't? Idea. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then the funny thing was I did Google searches for that specific error, and all of them were like, stop pirating the game, you asshole. And like, no, I'm not pirating the game, <laughs> you know. It's, I, I, I guess it's a, it's, it's a similar error to what people who have pirated the game get mm-hmm. okay uh, i was like no i bought the game i'm in the ecosystem help me oh the, the other thing actually i've run into another steam error recently but i think it's specific to people that have tried this is just a general warning to anybody out there that's playing around with an oculus rift and steam steam has a virtual reality mode which i let you see earlier oh, yeah. too mm-hmm. which is pretty cool it actually kind of projects like a giant screen in front of you and then you just look around. It's like their big picture mode, but projected into VR. I'm just waiting for when we have to wear like little gloves and can like <laughs> swipe left and right, like they a have Minority Report style. Some peripherals style. that are kind of like that, or get really enthusiastic and just like reach and like grab across, <laughs> like swipe it. No, no. Minority yes. Report style. Yes. yes. Having tried that somewhat with the Connect, I'm not terribly impressed with that technology thus far. But uh, anyway, it will get if it get into a weird state where if you flip off. Some of the different display modes on the Oculus like flip off. Yeah, yeah. You the, just the first shove step your is don't be flipping right the them off. Just be polite. You'll get better you results. Gotta that give way. them a hug. Uh, but anyway, we'll there's an error kitchen. there where you can no longer launch Steam. Really? Uh, yeah, you'll double click on it. It'll do update, and then it'll do the logging in, and then just nothing will happen, and Steam error report will pop up. You can fix it pretty easily. You just need to uh, just look it up online. There's a command for refresh Steam files. Uh, you just run that, and then restart your machine, and you're good. But just a warning to anybody out there playing with it. Anybody else with an Oculus? Um, While while we were talking about uh, Sony and their 10 million sales, one of the other side stories I wanted to mention was that, I guess, infamous developer Sucker Punch got hit with some layoffs here recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's an unfortunate side effect of the way the industry tends to work. Mm -hmm. What it tells me is they're not immediately ramping up on a new project. Mm. So, yeah, they're... uh, You know, they like that's just the way studios work. They they beef up on people as they get really heavy into development, and then the game finishes. They have nothing for hundreds of people to do, and so they just lay off a whole bunch mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, and, that's and not th- everywhere, but that's the way a lot of studios work. Unfortunately, if they're mm-hmm. if they're not rotating teams between projects, they're already underway. Yeah, and then their standalone expansion, uh, Infamous First Light, is coming out in a couple of days. So you're, I mean, you're right. They probably just wrapped up these projects and still you know, still sucks though. Yeah, 
So hopefully, I saw some people I know over at Naughty Dog tweeting that uh, Naughty Dog's hiring. <laughs> so if you're looking to <laughs> get a job, that is one thing that I do like is whenever there are layoffs, all of these other studios are like, "Aha, mm-hmm. wonderful! We are looking for people." It's really you know. With Rooster Teeth, we've been doing this for 11 years now. And before I started attending industry conferences and events, I never realized how insulated the games industry was. It's Mm -hmm. like once you start meeting people, you can follow them. They go from studio to studio and everyone knows everyone. And it's just a... Uh, it's a big love fest. Yeah, I've known people that have moved like three or four different places since I've known them. Mm -hmm. And that's just just the way it goes. Mm -hmm. I imagine that the moving, like if you have to actually move location, pick your whole family up and move, that's got to be really annoying every couple of years. Yeah, well, it, it's, it seems like it would help to move to a location that has a lot of studios and a lot of selection. You know, I know people up in, you know, Seattle or the Bay like, Area. Or like Montreal or, even or something like right. that. Where it's like you can, you have your selection of various uh, studios to I move I like to. the idea we've created a new class of migrant worker, which is the <laughs> 3D animation team. They just move from place to place. I like to think they roam in packs. <laughs> they pretty much do. I they, mean, they circle the wagons at night between projects <laughs> while they're out in the wilderness. Um, also, this week saw the release of Diablo 3 Ultimate Evil Edition. I bought it. Did you? Um, yeah, I, yeah, so I picked it up last uh, what night. What platform? Um, I got it on Xbox One. Okay. Because achievements, bro. Gotta add <laughs> I've, like, I have no reason to get on that platform over you know, PS4 or anything like that, except that's yeah, my gamer score. <laughs> uh, so I played it. I haven't played it as much as I would have liked to by now. Uh, we went Last night we went to see... Um, uh, Hannah Hart, she had a, a mm-hmm. show in town, their, their No Filter show, which is hilarious, by the way. And uh, so I played a little bit last night, and then I played some this morning as well. First impressions, slow. Really? really? Well, it feels slower because, you know, when you're attacking on PC, you just click, 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 click. Oh, by I the know. way, no clicking for Gilby. Yeah, no, no. This is, it, was, it was really <laughs> almost like therapeutic, the lack of click. But it feels like the action was slower. I felt like I was shooting slower, all that. It could be a side effect of the fact that I started over with a new character. I made a demon hunter named mm. Constantine. And so I don't have all the, you know, the fizzy whizbies that I had uh, with my wizard. Was that my an wizard. attack, the fizzy whizby? No, it's the candy in Harry Potter. Oh. I didn't know that either. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a candy or a firework. It's definitely a Harry Potter thing anyway. And, uh, it, yeah, it's, it felt slow, like shooting things going, oh, God, just, just shoot faster, just because mm-hmm. I can only push the button so fast. I can click a lot faster than I can push the A button. You just need to get a uh, new weapon that has plus something to attack speed. Yeah, well, plus something to attack speed, plus something to number of things it shoots out at once. Yeah. I think all of that will help, so I'm going to play a lot more. I, like, I want to do a full playthrough on Xbox One with my new character just to see. Um, it looked great. It looked great. The, the menu system has changed a lot. It looked like I saw, I walked when I was walking, mm-hmm. working on some of the Oculus stuff with Ryan earlier, I saw Jeff playing it, and it seemed like, there's like a menu in the lower left now with your what was that like health and yeah, you, action items. You can or? set a whole bunch of that stuff in like whether you want your health bar on or off, all that sort of stuff. Actually, that's overhead health. But um, like the equipment is on a wheel mm-hmm. instead instead of just having like the map of mm-hmm. like here's your arm, your arm, your different rings, your necklace, all this sort of stuff. It's a wheel of stuff going around instead, uh, and which makes sense because that's an easier way to navigate through. Those kind of options on console, but it absolutely threw me. I was like, "What am I looking at, and how does this all work?" <laughs> after after we learn all of it, I think Jeff still hasn't figured out how to use your regular attack yet either. A button, a button. There you go. And then I all I know so far is that my secondary attack is the trigger. Okay. 
Well, I, mean, I think you mapped the triggers and then X and yeah, Y. Yeah, it's the, the, the four buttons and then the right trigger and the right button are your six attacks. Uh-huh. And then the the left trigger is to lock on and the left button is the, is health potion. So it maps across pretty well, actually kind of better than I was expecting. Because a lot of PC games, I, I worry they won't translate well Could to Could you then controller. adopt that control scheme and use the controller on a PC? Yeah. I'd be I'd be really interested in seeing if they add, were to add that kind of support. But again, they have different menu systems. So mm-hmm. would that work? True, I don't know. Fair point. True, true. You probably just have to hard map it to different keys. Yeah. So it wouldn't be as quite as convenient. Yeah. Mm. I also figured out this morning that I can link my Battle.net account. I was Oh, uh, really? Yeah, I was initially a little bit like I was can- like like oh, I want another thing cuz I want to be able to like get in the horde and like get all this equipment that I shouldn't have yet. So uh, when you link your Battle.net account, does that allow you to pull characters across? I don't know. I'm going to check that out tonight and see because that would be really cool. I will buy and play that game if that's the case then. Why? Okay. I, will, I will let you know. Why? Why would because you buy it on a new platform? I, if I'm like, <laughs> I haven't played it in a little while, but if I want to keep grinding prestige levels and I don't want to go to my PC and I'm already sitting in front... Okay, it's always situational for me. If I'm at my TV already playing another game and I can continue to grind... Diablo levels, that's much easier than being like, all right, I'm going to be done playing with the TV. I'm going to go over to the computer and play over there. It is true that like, if you're going to grind, grind in comfort on the couch. Fair enough. Steambox. That's what you need. Yeah, I don't have that. I have a, like, no a separate... <laughs> well, I don't have like, a, a home theater PC capable of playing games. Mm-hmm. You know, I still have like a separate PC game. Well, I guess area. the good question, too, is if it will go one way, will it go back? Mm. A lot of times those are one-directional. True. Yeah, so I'm. I'll, I'll do some, you know, ex- experimenting, and um, maybe we'll put. Uh, maybe I'll do a journal update about it, and um, then we can we can link to, um, in the patch notes or something. We get to know. Um, one of the weird stories from this week. It just it just happened last night. It's it's really not even a story. The weird things that happened this week, as I guess uh, Pierce Brosnan was a guest on the Tonight <laughs> Show last night, and Jimmy Fallon played Goldeneye on the N64 with him. Which was uh, adorable to watch because I don't think Pierce Brosnan had any idea what he was doing. He was not no. ready for what was coming. <laughs> he, he ran around uh, karate chopping everywhere. Uh, now, if he'd can, taken can him can down with the chop, him? though, that would have been hardcore. would have been impressive. Everybody would have been like, Bond! He did it! I think Jimmy Fallon was missing uh, shots on purpose to, <laughs> <laughs> to give, him, <laughs> give him some confidence. Look, at, at this point, I'm not even confident I'd be able to figure out how to use the Nintendo 64 controller. Ah, you don't have to. There's a mod for uh, Source Steam... Uh, sorry, uh... Source Engine. Are you talking about emulators? Ryan? No, Source Engine. There's a Source Engine remake of Goldeneye. Really? Yeah. Cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Hmm, good to know. You look that up. You can jump. That's a new thing, apparently. I don't, well, I don't want that. that <laughs> I'm already out. Oh, you want classic? Yeah. classic? That, that you can turn it. Just unbind the key. Old school enough. Unbind the no key. No looking up and down. If it's uh, if it's more than 360 p.m. out. Uh, you know, screw some things <laughs> into your desk so that you've got a channel where your mouse can only go left and right. There you go. Um... Okay, so that was a, a weird story. I, I was wrong. The weirdest story of the week wow, has to go on. to um, the game Hato Fool Boyfriend being delayed from August 21st to September 4th. I really want to figure... I, like, I really want to see this game now because everyone it sounds knows ridiculous. is the pigeon dating simulator. Yeah, so you can have a pigeon for a boyfriend. Yeah. Could I? You, uh, yes. You, I guess you play a pigeon who's going to a new school interacting with other pigeons trying to find the right pigeon to win your heart. See, I love it. It's, I guess, these I photorealistic pigeons it. that's like overlaid onto these cheesy backgrounds. Here's what I can't like figure out. Here's what I can't figure out. 
Why is it delayed? Yeah. What, is, what was there to delay? Well, I mean, there was a pigeon union strike, and uh, it's the once they get everything lined up, they'll be fine. Yeah, so, but so. I'm absolutely going to check that game out when it comes out, because so, yeah, how could I not? It's it's I guess it's got like a weird cult following online, and that's the only reason Go figure, that, that game? it's being uh, ported to the United States, and it's being published by Devolver Digital here, uh, stateside. And they, their quote was, it needs just a little more TLC before it's ready to hatch. Aww. So it'll be available on PC, Mac, and Linux uh, September 4th. I'm not saying that Destiny should be worried with Hatful Boyfriend. <laughs> I'm, really I'm so saying close, that. But be careful. <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, hear the news about Marty O'Donnell? Speaking of Bungie and Destiny, is uh, so you know he won his he won a settlement mm-hmm. from Bungie for ninety five thousand. There it turns out there's a whole separate case that's been in arbitration. Uh, where I guess when they fired him, they also forfeited his shares in the company, which essentially stripped him of his share of ownership Ooh. in the company. And so it went into arbitration, and they just ruled that, like, nope, you give the shares back. They're saying that uh, the Bungie's lawyers were arguing that he would be a bothersome presence in board meetings. Well, that's, and whether the, that's true or not, that's a yeah. I was like, I was like, really? You, that's your argument? <laughs> so they they went through, and the the um the arbitrator was like, no, give the shares back, and you give them back as they were on April tenth. Nice. If you, you know, I, I, I whatever was, conversion was used, because um, they all moved from some shares to some other shares. I'm not a stockbroker. I don't really know the class B to common shares or all that. So, but they there's been a conversion since then. Mm-hmm. Um, Stocks so or ha- something. So they have to. They have to basically make that whole transition Proper valuation. Mm-hmm. properly because they were talking about that. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, what if we want to use these shares for like some other unspecified business purposes? Uh, you know, in the meantime, and the arbitrator was like, "Nope, right Isn't now." That, this is like robbery, right? I mean, those, those shares have monetary value. Yeah. Do they? Well, here's the thing: they're not a they actually don't company. have monetary value, not yet. Well, he owns a percentage of the company, then, right? right? But the but the company, like, if the company were to be mm-hmm. sold, then theoretically they'd be worth right, yeah, that. But they're not publicly traded. So it's not so like he no could go and sell them to mm-hmm. to you, and right. then you know you you know you pay him however many millions of dollars. Like if the company's worth something, and it's if you like, have a percentage like, of that something, whatever think, it is, I think at this point it's like theoretical value, mm-hmm. but also it means that he would have a voting, like he'd have a say. Right, he's on the board of directors, right? Still. In in how the company is is run at that point. <laughs> I wonder if now is Marty O'Donnell just going to walk in there every day and be like, just knock the desk chair over, like, yeah, what? <laughs> he's just a man. bulletproof bitch. A new bigger chair. Um, <laughs> he comes in with a throne the next time. <laughs> I would do it. Um, you would do it. You have done it. Yeah, I have done it. So GTA <laughs> Online and other news uh, released their flight school update. Which I guess introduces more flying missions. How about in, those heists? Huh? In other news, GTA Online is still releasing updates that aren't heists. Yeah. At this point, should they just stop releasing updates until they have heists? This it isn't. It aren't heists. Isn't, isn't aren't it kind they, of just salt in the wound every time they do that? Aren't well, they no, something on the back of the box? Something. It's. Uh, I think so. Yeah. It's better. <laughs> I think honestly, it's better that they keep putting some content out uh, instead of just completely abandoning it. And I mean, if they are really that far out on heists. If you just quit putting anything out, that's way worse. Uh, at least some of the things that they've released have been really fun. I mean, they've had some interesting game changes. Uh, this just added some planes and a couple of new cars and then some new versus missions, which are pretty fun. We've t- you know kind of tested mm-hmm. them out. Did they, uh, did they add the ability to do any new types of stuff in the creator? I don't I, I don't remember hearing anything that about that. Certain. 
I didn't, I like, they didn't say they did. It but. seems like if they want people to not get bored, they need to work on that creator more. The new game types are pretty different, but yeah, I don't think they are updating the creator on par with necessarily what they're releasing. They did add a new mechanic, like you can now have a secondary shoot, a reserve shoot, in case something happens to your first one. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, this by one accident? was... By yeah. accident? By Purely accident. accident. Uh, this one was a little more restrained than some other ones. I think, honestly, they were kind of in a hurry to do this patch because there have been a lot of issues of hacking going on in GTA Online and people doing some very bad things, mm-hmm. some very poor taste things. Ooh. Uh, it's essentially they're some guys that have gotten control over the system to the point where they can essentially make themselves invulnerable. They can control where you are in the map. They can take your clothes off and start you in some of the animations from some of the sex scenes. <laughs> and they can oh, stick to your back. Thus creating the sex scene. Uh, and you can do nothing to them. They're invulnerable and you can't get them off you. So, And then they can, <laughs> a, after that, they tend to have their way with you and then make a YouTube you, video and make a lot of money. Leave you doing a pole dance and then go about their merry way. Yeah, I did hear something about that, but mm-hmm. I didn't I, I didn't look into it too It's pretty much. bad, yeah. That's awful. I, uh, I have not ever encountered any of that in person, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely some game-breaking stuff for people that are just browsing lobbies, mm-hmm. you know, or just jumping in, in, into open games. Mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't played much GTA Online. I've played a lot, like the first month, month and a half mm-hmm. after it came out, but I really haven't revisited it much since then. I think once it launches on current-gen consoles, I'll, uh, I'll revisit it and probably get back in, into the mix. Hopefully, heists will be a launch feature. On uh, I'm having fun doing our version. own, honestly. But yeah, I like the ones that you guys do. There, and the, here's the thing: is the ones that you guys do are probably more entertaining and more involved than the mission ones will be, anyway. I am a little concerned about how the mission ones will go because I've never envisioned them quite like. You know, there was that little leak that came out a while back that kind of seemed to indicate, and you know, the leak is completely unsubstantiated, so it may be completely pointless. But it seemed to have them set up more like a traditional team versus team mission where there was teams of people doing the heist and teams of people defending. Yeah, there was one where it's like uh, some people are the cops right. and some people are the Almost like robbers. cops and crooks, yeah. which is another game type that mm-hmm. I wish existed. There have been a lot of community members that have done really great a great job of recreating that game type, though. We yeah. even did one for a Let's Play. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess you're just going to have to get Battlefield Hardline, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they quit pushing it back. Yeah. Oh. Well, they, they didn't get pushed back as far as heists in uh, that GTA is true. Online. Yeah. So that's always the positive side. <laughs> yeah. um, other news, I don't know if you guys ever played Hotline Miami. I did. I thought it was a great game, but I guess uh, Hotline Miami 2 had some footage leak the other day. Uh, I guess like an hour and a half of it. Looks great. Game still top-down? I assume yep. it's pretty much identical. Still kind of 8-bitty. Yep. And right. uh, they, I guess they have... I didn't know about this. They have a Kickstarter for a one-sixth-inch replica of the protagonist from Hotline Miami. Really? Yeah. And uh, it, it, I, when I looked at the goal... They had hit the goal earlier when I looked at it. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can get an update on it right now. Um, you know, that's a thing for Star Citizen as well, is I think you can get 3D prints of your ships. Or at least like they can, you can yes. use the model that they give you mm-hmm. to get a 3D print. So if you can get the 3D printer from Monty, you can have the ship regardless of what happens... Well, when you take it out uninsured. Then we have to extract the model from the game first. It's a little harder than that. But yeah, we can do it. Yeah, yeah I think it can happen. You can rise to the challenge, right? We got a team of 3D people over there. I'm sure we can throw them on it. So yeah, the, uh, the 12 inch, or the one, yeah, it's a 12 inch, 1 6 uh, scale figure is already, it, it hits goal. It's got 30 days to go. It's at $71,000 out of $60,000. So is that for them to develop it and then make it for sale? Right. 
for there it is. That's really cool. That's the figure. <laughs> and we'll have, of course, the uh, link in the patch notes so people can see what we're talking about. We'll link to it, the uh, the actual Kickstarter itself. It's a great like game. It. I'm really excited about uh, Hollow Miami 2. Uh, only couple, like one minute left. A couple of quick things I want to talk wow. about. Hour flew by. Gamescom hit 335,000 attendees. Like, that's not even impressive. That's just gross. That's crazy. That's beyond. Can, it must have been that's like just city. like this. All, mm-hmm. You couldn't you, you just have to like city. scrunch yeah. up and. It is cool that it's it's industry for the first couple of days and then opens to the public, so mm-hmm. the public can see the same stuff that mm-hmm. the industry just saw. That's really cool. If because they get in the door. Because that's not the case at E3. But you have to be able to get to the games and then wait presumably the wait in a line of a thousand people to play it. That's not cool. Is the fire marshal just outside weeping during this whole process? Well, or it's what? Germany. Maybe that's not a thing. Oh. Yeah, they don't weep. Das fire marshal. <laughs> <laughs> they destroy fire. <laughs> um, I guess one of the last thing I want to mention is there was a fan-made remake of Metal Gear... That was uh, in development using the voice of David Hayter. Yeah, well, and that's like, it's a weird thing because Konami initially gave that the go-ahead. They said, go ahead and make it. They got shut down. Yeah. And what the statement from the developers um, that are working on this remake, they just said, yeah, some people at Konami, they couldn't couldn't come to a decision about something. We don't know what that something is. So, unfortunately, they had to just shut it down. Yeah. Hmm. So that's a shame. I mean, I, you it's see really a lot of- cool that they got David Hayter on board. I kind of wish that I didn't know. <laughs> Again, it goes back to like <laughs> Tim Levine talking about me. his idea for the Vita for Bioshock the Vita. It's like, game. It's like, dude, if it's never going to come out, why you got to tell us about this? Like uh, Star Wars was a thirteen thirteen. Mm-hmm. Is after it got canceled and was never going to come out, they're like, oh, but look at all this great concept art and screens and all these things that hmm, suck it. You, you'll never have it. Phantom assets. Yeah. All right. Well, it's time to wrap up. So thanks, everyone, for watching. We'll be back uh, Monday with an episode of RT Podcast, next Tuesday with an episode of Screenplay, and then next Wednesday with another episode of The Patch. Thanks. Thanks.